The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Pickets, your Friday, July 19th edition. We've got a 14-game slate on tap for you. It's a big one. Lots of offenses. We've got some really, really hot, hot weather on the East Coast. It's going to be a doozy. Hope everybody had a great Thursday. Uh, got some nice comments in the Slack chat today. Really good stuff there. We nailed some things in the batter breakdown over at TQE as well. So, was a good night. Uh, the Gigantes won their sixth in a row. It's uh, Baseball is fun, folks. It's fun. Get into late July, trade deadline coming up. It's going to be a good one. If you can go give me a rating and review on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it for the podcast. It would help out a ton. Also, go check out quantedge.com. You get the rest of the MLB season package free. When you use promo code Bubba and you purchase the NFL season package for $149.99, that is a phenomenal deal. Because right now, baseball's 50 bucks with promo code Bubba for the rest of the year. You get it free, plus all of the NFL stuff for $149.99. Highly, highly recommend it. If you plan on doing well this season in NFL DFS. All right, everybody. The totals on this 14-game slate. Red Sox-Orioles, 9.5. Rockies-Yankees, 11. Phillies-Pirates, 10. White Sox-Rays, waiting on that one as Brendan McKay is coming back up. You got Royals-Indians, 9.5. Cardinals-Reds, 10.5. Blue Jays-Tigers, 9.5. Nationals-Braves, 9.5. A's-Twins, 10.5. Rangers-Astros, 8. Brewers, D-backs, 10. Angels, Mariners, waiting on that one. Jaime Berea is going to get the spot start there for the Halos. Marlins, Dodgers, 7.5. Mets, Giants, 7.5. So offense galore, but some really good pitching as well. So this is going to be a fun slate, 14-game slate. So many options. They have some smaller slates, like I mentioned earlier this week. They have an 8-gamer, a 4-gamer if you want to make the slate smaller for you. Otherwise, attack the big boy. And let's rock and let's roll. And we'll kick it off with the top price pitcher, Justin Verlander. I'm going to pass. I'm going to go, you know, Texas is an okay offense. Houston's a good spot. Verlander's been pitching well, but been getting hit a little more of late. Could he have a huge game? No doubt about it. But I'll save 400 bucks. I'll go to Hung Jin Ryu at home against the Miami Marlins. Hung Jin Ryu has been absolutely outstanding this season. There's no hiding that at all. He's averaging 26 points per game at home, a .85 home ERA this year, averaging a K per inning on the mound. His last few home starts, San Diego 23-9, Colorado 17-3, Cubs 27-6, Mets 32-3, 
He has been an electric factory at home this season. And again, gets a Marlins team striking out almost 25% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Ryu at this point in time is a minus 300 home favorite. That is insanity. 24% K rate, 52% ground ball rate for Ryu. And the Marlins team total is 2.15. That is probably one of the lowest I have ever seen. Lefty's 239, righty's 276. And you got a Marlins team with a 304 Woba and a 135 ISO. So if you're paying up for pitching tonight, it's all about Hungjin Ryu at $11,000. Next up, Jacob DeGrom, 10-6 at the Gigantes. We saw how well uh, Syndergaard threw last night. He was great. Um, Ver, uh, DeGrom's actually been better on the road, a 2-8 ERA on the road compared to 3-7 at home, averaging almost 23 points on the road this season. He had 20 at Miami, 23 at Chicago, 35 at Atlanta, and then 23 at Arizona in his last four home, uh, road starts. Something to keep in mind there. And you got a Giants team that's striking out more and more as they keep messing with this offense. Uh, almost a 23% K rate at this point in time versus righties. And DeGrom's a minus 165 road favorite. He's still striking out almost 31% of the batters he faces uh, with a 43% ground ball rate. And you got a Giants team with a 3.2 team total, third lowest on the slate. Lefty's hitting 285, righty's 261. And the Giants offense is good, but it's good on the road. And it's mediocre at best, at best at home. Uh, DeGrom has given up harder contact this year, but AT&T Park will help with that more often than not. So DeGrom at 10-6, still a very, very solid play on this one. Shane Bieber, 10-4 at home against the Kansas City Royals. Something to keep in mind with this game, though. It's going to be super hot. It's one of the really hot ones. Pretty much almost everything on the East Coast, almost. Atlanta wasn't that hot, but Midwest to Northeast, very, very hot. But there's a wind blowing out to right field about 11 miles an hour in this one, so a very good hitting environment. But Shane Bieber has been very, very good, averaging 20 points per game at home this season. He faced Kansas City once this year, averaged, he got 15 points in that one. He has 21 or more in three straight starts. He has 21 or more in five of his last six starts. He's been locked and loaded. And he gets a Kansas City team tonight that we've been riding, riding against bad lefties in a White Sox bullpen. Um, Bieber's been much better. KC strikes out 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. He has a 32% K rate, 46% ground ball rate. And he's a minus 260 favorite, the second best odds on this slate. So some good win equity in this one for the Beebs. And you look at the Royals, a 3.45 team total is the fourth lowest on the slate. Lefties are hitting 330. Kansas City has not a lot of lefties to scare you. Alex Gordon next. Uh, and righty's hitting 291. So uh, Bieber, good GPP play, good pivot off of Ryu and DeGrom if you want to get weird. Just know the hitting environment is tremendous there where DeGrom and Ryu are in probably the best pitching environments outside of Miami on this entire slate. Um, they might be in the best pitching environment. So just keep that in mind with Ryu and Bieber, or Ryu and DeGrom over Bieber. And then last but not least, if you want to save some cash with some ace upside, 9300 bucks. you got David Price at the Baltimore Orioles. Yes, it's going to be really, really hot in Baltimore. Ball flies out of Camden Yards. He's faced Baltimore once this year, seven shutout innings. Seven strikeouts, 32 DraftKings points. Last two road starts, 22 at Detroit, 23 at Toronto, but then 11 at Minnesota, 22 at the Bronx, and then got beat up at Houston. So a couple offenses got to him overall, pitching really well, especially on the season as a whole. When you look at David Price, uh, Baltimore striking out 24% of the time versus lefties. Price 28% K rate, 43% ground ball rate, and a Baltimore team with a team total of four, fifth lowest on the slate. Lefty's hitting 275, righty's 285, and a Baltimore team with a 303 Woba and a 180 I, or 160 ISO 
versus left-handed pitching, which is not great. So Price, if you're looking to save some money and get some more bats and still have some ace-like upside price, given the hitting environment is not ideal, is a really solid play at 9300 So if i got to rank them out up here, it's Ryu number one. It's Price two based on price point. Then i got Bieber and DeGrom. DeGrom's in a great spot, though. If you want to go, it's like the way I dictate it is Ryu's just the best smash spot on the deal. Then you go to Price because of the price. He's got the same upside as these guys, but Price dictates and the matchup versus Baltimore with all the strikeouts. And then Bieber and DeGrom, it was strictly GPP. If you're playing cash, you play DeGrom over Bieber all day long. If you're playing cash, you play Ryu and or DeGrom. That's just where you're going in cash, preferably Ryu. But Bieber gives you some GPP upside along with Price and Price over Bieber. Hopefully that wasn't too confusing for everybody. But uh, if you need help, hit me up in the FSD Slack chat or the TQB member Discord. And I'll be glad to assist you farther in that one. All right, your mid-tier range, Brendan McKay is returning from Tampa Bay, $8,700. And he gets the White Sox. Yeah, McKay's going five innings, six innings in, in most starts. He's throwing anywhere from 80 to 86 pitches. But he's got you 22 or more points in two of three starts because he's got big-time strikeout stuff. And the White Sox are going to help you with that tremendously. They strike out 26% of the time versus left-handed pitching. McKay, 23% K rate, 37% ground ball rate, limits the hard contact. Lots to like in those scenarios. Uh, lefties are hitting 373, but righties 261 versus McKay. So if you want a GPP play, it's 87. I say GPP because it's got tremendous upside against the White Sox, but you know he's not going deep. So if for some reason he gets in trouble early, it could be a short outing for Brendan McKay, and that would be crappy. That's not what you want. You want at least five or six innings out of him. You're probably not going to get more than that because uh, they're going to baby his innings, but you want to make sure you get that. If he starts walking guys early, he might only get you three innings, then you're up shit's creek without a paddle. So big-time upside with McKay, but just know the risk is definitely there. Uh, one that I'm not uh, as big on, but has got some upside, is Jaime Barria uh, at the Seattle Mariners. He's 7600 bucks. This guy was once a kind of higher-end prospect for the, the Angels last season. He's really got it going here of late. He's, he's pitched once against the Mariners this year, five innings, one earned, three Ks for 16 points. Uh, his last couple starts at Texas, 23. Home versus Cincinnati, 19. Home versus Oakland, 18. Prior to that, they were back in April. So since he's come back up with the big club, he, he's put together 18 or more points in three straight starts. It's a Seattle Mariners team that's offense has really, really deteriorated as the season's gone on. So I think you can have some fun here with Berea. It's not like a lock by any means, but it's 7600 bucks for a reason. Um, Seattle strikes out over 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching which is really, really getting worse and worse as the season goes on. Berea near a 24% K rate does give up a lot of fly balls, though. That's the bugaboo that sucks. But when you look at Seattle weather compared to East Coast weather, you got some luxuries there. Lefty's hitting 252, righty's 360, so some reverse splits for Berea. But uh, definite upside there at 7600 bucks in that matchup. So in the middle there, I got McKay 1, Berea 2. Just realize Berea's stretched out. He'll go you know, 90 to 100 pitches. McKay, not so much if it helps you differentiate at all. We got two sub 7K guys. You got J.A. Happ at home against the Road Rockies. I want to emphasize Road Rockies because J.A. Happ has not been great, but he's got you 14 or more points in two straight starts. Uh, he's got 20 plus point upside. He's got, he's got even a 29 point game back on May 25th at the Royals. So that's the thing with, with Happ. He's, he can get beat up, especially by right handed hitting. That is something that can be concerned about. But at the same time, he's got upside where a lot of a lot of punts usually don't have it. The other part is it's going to be hotter than hell in Yankee Stadium. That ball is going to be flying out in that ballpark. 
but uh, a minus two thirty home favorite as a sixty four hundred dollar pitcher is pretty outstanding because you know that that knock on wood you're projecting that locks in four points for you out the gate. You go and get some strikeouts because the Rockies strike out twenty three percent of the time versus lefties. Hap twenty percent K rate, forty two percent ground ball rate, and you got a, uh, a Rockies team with a team total of only four point four five. It is the ninth lowest on the slate. So out of twenty eight teams. It's definitely in the bottom half. Lefty's 292, righty's 327. So it's risky because, you know, you do have Story. You do have Arenado. You have Desmond who's swinging it well. So on and so forth. But for $6,400, J.A. Happ does bring some nice upside in this matchup versus the Road Rockies, which you can definitely take advantage of. And the last punt I'll mention, and I'm a big fan of this one, is Tyler Beatty at 62. I've been pounding the Beatty drum all year, and especially of late, 22 and 23 in his last two starts. He had a, a 10, a 2, and then a 24. But the thing with his last two starts, and they've noticed it a lot, is he's throwing his slider a ton more. And he's 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 nixing some of his, his not-so-good stuff. And he's getting more aggressive at the plate. It's cutting back on his walks. That was a big problem with Beanie. And he's striking out over 21% of the guys he faces now. 45% ground ball rate. You've got a Mets team that strikes out 22% of the time versus right-handed pitching. And a Mets team with a 4.3 tilt total, 6th lowest on the slate. Lefty's 365, righty's 317. It's always risky with uh, BD because it's not super consistent just yet. But if he continues to mess with this pitch mix, he's going to be very, very good. And at 6,200 bucks, there's a lot to like in this matchup against the Mets team. You saw a bumgarner deal on him. The Mets offense can be very, very tricky at times. So there's a lot to like there. I got BD1, Hap2 down below. Hap might have a higher ceiling, but more risk in his matchup. Recapping the pitching up top, Ryu, Price, Bieber, DeGrom. In the middle, McKay, Barria. Down below, Beattie, and Hap. All right, wrapping up the pitching here. Let's get to the bats on this 14-gamer, kicking it off at the catcher's position. There'll be tons here. There's going to be tons to stack with the weather. It's just kind of pick your poison, plant your flags, and mix and match. Uh, Mitch Garber, again, at 5200 bucks. He went deep last night. I, just, I have trouble paying that price for a catcher. But if you want to be contrarian, you can. He's going to be facing Chris Bassett. The Twins are going to be a popular play again tonight. Team total 5.5. Lefty's 322. Righty's 268 versus Bassett. I just can't bring myself to do that. I'd rather go like Christian Vasquez at 47 versus John Means in that hitting environment. I'd rather not do either. I'd rather go to Gary Sanchez at 46. That's my guy. Kyle Freeland, you know, he returned from the minors where he was, because he was horrible in the bigs. He wasn't even that great in the minors. Comes back up, gets taken to Pound Town by the Gigantes, I believe, or somebody else in Coors. Now he goes to Yankee Stadium, where the Yankees have a 6.55 team total. Lefty's 310, righty's 383. It's hotter than Hades in New York right now. That ball's going to be flying out of Yankee Stadium. Gary Sanchez at 46 is a great play tonight. When you slide on down, though, you could get cheaper. Like Chris Iannetta versus Jay Happ's okay. Um, Alex Avila's got a little bit of upside in his matchup. But James McCann versus Brendan McKay, GPP only. Jason Castro at 37 has some upside as well. Uh, Wilson Ramos versus Tyler Beatty at 35. He's got a little bit of upside if you don't believe in Beatty figuring things out. And then when you go to the bottom three, guys like Josh Fagley, who's been quiet but got a little bit of upside. Uh, Jorge Alfaro in a GPP because he does hit lefties well. But, but uh, you know, you got to respect Ryu, no doubt about that. Uh, Ronnie Chirinos against Mike Miner, GPP only. But there is upside in that matchup. And then you go below 3K and you look for normal, normal punts based on what lineups come out, but Gary Sanchez up top is very, very intriguing tonight. First base, 
Uh, you know, Pete Alonso is always GPP relevant, but I think there's better spots this evening. Like Edwin versus Freeland at 5K has got some tremendous upside in that one. Um, you can go down to guys like Luke Voigt at 46, who's been a little quiet but not bad. Um, Paul Goldschmidt slowly heating up. He's up to 4,600. I don't really, I don't really enjoy that price point. But he's averaging over 10 in his last 10. He's GPP only because it's boomer bust. It's 0, 20, 0, 17, 21 in his last five. So starting to slowly get it going with goalie. Great hitting environment in Great American Small Park tonight. You got Tyler Molle, who can get hit around at times. Arizona's got a 4.9 team total. Lefty's 375, righty's 314. A flick of a wrist can put a ball out in that ballpark. So Goldschmidt's very GPP relevant at $4,600. Sliding on down to like Matt Olson at 45 is not bad. Um, Eric Thames has a little bit of GPP upside versus Taylor Clark coming off the IL who got hit around a ton. I think uh, Nate Lowe at 42 is good upside play against Ronaldo Lopez. Lopez much better at home than on the road. You get a Tampa Bay team uh, where lefties hit 374, righties 339 off Ronaldo. Nate Lowe's got some upside in that matchup. Uh, Yuli Gurriel, GPP only. Jock Peterson versus uh, Zach Gallen. I love Gallen. There's definitely GPP appeal there for Peterson. Dodgers 5.4 team total. Lefty's 324, righty's 347 in a small sample against Gallon. A few others you can look at if you're going to fade David Price. The ballpark is going to be very conducive to hitting there in Baltimore. Renato Nunez loves spanking lefties. He's 4K. Trey Mancini 4K. So two kind of GPP plays there at the 4K range. Um, Matt Adams at 39 versus Tehran. Definitely some upside in that matchup. If you choose to go there, Justin Smoke at 37. Smoke's having a rough, rough year, but facing Jordan Zimmerman helps with a lot of things like that. Toronto, a 5.1 team total. Lefties, 405. Righties, 338 versus Jordan Zimmerman. It's going to be hotter than hell in Detroit. There are 20% chances of rain to keep track of that one. But Justin Smoke at 37, nice value play in that matchup. Then other than that, you got guys like um, Jake Bowers, Matt Beattie, um, Possible punts, nothing great there. So you want to be a little higher up if you're looking at first base. Second base, you got Cattell Marte versus Jalice Chassin. We know he can get to Chassin with lefties. Arizona has a team total of 4.9. Lefties 375, righties 314 versus Chassin. So you can look there. Or Keston here at 52 is very solid as well. Uh, Lurie Gurriel at only 49 versus Zimmerman. Toronto's somehow going to catch my attention if they're going to be mispriced tonight. There's other spots I like more, but just pricing alone, because Zimmerman is absolutely horrible. you got to watch the uh, the rain in Detroit, but there's some upside there with Toronto in that matchup versus Jordan Zimmerman. Big time upside. you got Moustakis, who tripled last night. got 10 points. He's 4,800 versus Taylor Clark. Definite upside with Milwaukee. A team total of 5.15. Lefties, 403. Righties, 344 versus Clark. So a guy like Mike Moustakis at 48. Definite appeal in that one. You go on down a little farther. Jeff McNeil at 44 is a great play, especially in cash. So another multi-hit game last night. Yeah, multi-hit game last night. Double uh, good stuff from McNeil as usual. Eric Sogard's only 4,300. Tommy Edelman's been leading off for St. Louis. Uh, he got you 20 points last night. He had a grand slam. He's got 20 and 12 in his last two. A bunch of goose eggs prior to that, then a couple double-digit games. I'd say GPP only, but the way the ball flies out of Great American Small Park, Edelman's second base and third base eligible. Uh, 5.2 team total for St. Louis. And lefties are hitting 360 off Malle. You can definitely uh, take a take a look at a guy like Edmund against Malle at 4,300 uh, at low ownership in that matchup. Uh, Jose Altuve, 4K versus Mike Minor in a GPP. I can get behind that. Mike Brosu, 
of Tampa Bay at 39 against Ronaldo Lopez. Lopez gives up a ton of home runs. So Tampa Bay will get overlooked on this slate with all the other options you have out there. But there's definite appeal in that matchup versus a guy like Ronaldo Lopez. Uh, we look at Ronaldo. He gives up uh, only 33% ground balls, 50 or 20%, about, about a 45% fly ball rate. And he's given up almost 38% hard contact. So gives up a lot of home runs, Ronaldo Lopez does. A little farther down, you got Ozzie Albies. Loves hitting lefties. GPP at 3,900 versus Corbin. Kevin Biggio's quieted down, but his hit profile shows a lot of good stuff there. It's just a lot of bad luck with Kevin Biggio. So 3,900 bucks there in a GPP. If you're stacking Toronto, I can see that. Luis Arias of Minnesota at 37. Extended his hit streak to 11 games last night. He's in play. Jerickson Profar in a GPP. GPP only, I want to stress that. But you know, he went deep last night. Hit two the night before. He's homered four times in the last four games. Let's just put it that way. 16, 36, 0, 14. He's not having a great year. But the GPP play at 3,700 against Jayco Rizzi, who's struggled a ton of late. There's definite appeal in that matchup in a GPP. Uh, other than that, you know, you might find a few more punts down here if you pick and choose. Like Luis Ringifo at 34. It's a good value versus Leak if you're looking to punt. Hanser Alberto hits lefties really well. He's 33. Scooter Jeanette, Jose Peraza, 3300 each. So you do have some values down below if you need them to pay up for pitching or whatnot. Third base, Rafael Devers means is a great play because what's Rafael Devers do? He crushes baseballs. And Eduardo Escobar swinging it well, so is Anthony Rendon. Don't mind any of those. Mentioned we stalked us already. DJ the Mayhew versus Freeland at 47 has some big-time appeal as well. So lots and lots of options up top at third base. you got Arenado versus Happ. will be very contrarian. In that matchup, I'd pretty much, I'd try to go with like, you know, save some cash. I, I like Devers. I like him a lot. If you want to go for him, go for it. But Moustakis, Arenado, still very good options there. Or you can slide down to, um, you know, Yandy Diaz in a GPP. He's got a little bit of appeal. Hunter Dozier in a GPP. We know he matches right-handed pitching. I respect Bieber, but GPP relevant for sure. So is Alex Bregman, only 43 versus Mike Miner. Miner's been great. There's no hiding that. This was in tech. This was in Arlington. I'd be a much bigger fan here. But Miner's been good. Astros have a team total just below five. Lefty's 257, righty's 304. The Astros are in play. Might be better spots, but they'll get super low ownership in their matchup. Agil Urshela at 42. If you want a cheap piece of the Yankees, he's very inconsistent, but 226, 214, 12 over his last five. So, you know, 12, 12 or more in three of his last five. A little bit of upside there versus Freeland at 4,200. Eugenio Suarez, I called it yesterday. People target lefties versus Wainwright. They target Suarez versus lefties, so on and so forth. But he's really swinging it well. Went deep again last night. He's homered in three of his last four. 18 14 2 18-14 of late. He's just hitting it well in that ballpark, the way the ball's going to fly out of there. Wayno's a really good pitcher. He's not the Wayno of old, though. When you look at Cincinnati, a team total of 5.3, lefties 356, righties still hitting 297. That's almost 300 for those keeping track at home. You get Suarez at 4,100 in that matchup. That's how you get GPP with some serious upside and don't have to pay all the way to the top. Uh, Jake Lamb in a GPP is okay. I'd probably save 100 bucks. Go to Michael, Mike Brosu in his matchup or Colin Moran against Mr. Pitch to Contact Jake Arrieta at 3,900. Uh, David Fletcher at 38 has got some appeal to me. Luis Arias at 37 if you're looking to save some cash. Then other than that, you know, check your lineups. Todd Frazier's down there. Heimer Candelario over Stroman at 35 has got some upside. I don't hate that as a punt. Um, Hanser Alberto yet again at 33 
as well. Heading over to shortstop, you got Bogarts at 57. It's a great play. That's a really, really good play, but it's expensive as hell. So is Trevor Story at 55. Both phenomenal plays, but super, super pricey. You can drop down to guys like Trey Turner at 47, or Glaber Torres versus Freeland at 45 is very, very appealing to me. Farther down, we mentioned Bregman already. You got Corey Polanco who's quieted down a bit, but Dean Gregorius, 41. He loves hitting lefties. Don't hate that play at all. Uh, Paul DeYoung talked about it yesterday, not having a great year, but great GPP. You look at ballpark, you look at matchup, he goes deep, two for four, 23 DraftKings points. It's risky as hell again today to, to, to have him go back-to-back, but 4K against Tyler Molle, there's some definite up, upside at that price point in a GPP. Uh, Anderson Simmons and Ben Rosario at 4K, both not bad. I'd almost rather just take the chance on DeYoung if I'm sitting at 4K or go to DD at 41 if I could do it. Um few cheaper ones. Nico Goodrum at 37 has definitely got some appeal in his matchup. J.P. Crawford at 36 is okay as well. Ringitho at 34. Willie Adamas at 33. That's the value right there. Jose Praza at 33 is pretty good too. But Willie Adamas at 3300 bucks, Big time appeal in that matchup. If you're looking to punt at shortstop against Ronaldo Lopez and then that White Sox bullpen, Adamas at only $3,300 is very, very solid. Heading to the outfield, you got Yellick at 59. That's a great play versus Taylor Clark. Mike Trout versus Leak at 58 is phenomenal. Leak's given up so many home runs. You got Belly Bombs at 56. Marte at 54. But Trout and Yellick still take the cake so far. Then you get to Aaron Judge at 53. He's going to be chalkier than Chalk versus Freeland, and rightfully so. Great play, though. Uh, Betts went deep yesterday. He's 52. Springer's on fire. He's 51. Then you got Charlie Blackman versus J.A. Happ. So 5K and above is loaded, as you'd expect. It's going to be Judge, Trout, and Yellick for me. That's where I'd be going, but they're all really good plays, all parts of stacks. When you go down, though, I mentioned Lourdes Gurriel already. He's got some appeal. And Starling Marte went deep the other day. He's 4,900. Really good play versus Jake Arrieta. Uh, the ballpark isn't the best ballpark. Yeah, they're in Pittsburgh. Uh, they're in Pittsburgh for that. and It's going to be hot as hell, so the ball will be flying out of there. But uh, team total of 5.1 for Pittsburgh. Lefty's 482, righty's 292. Starling Marte could be a nice one there versus Jake Arrieta. Reimer Laureano, or Ramon Laureano, I keep doing that, at 4,800 is very appealing against Odorizzi. Loreno's had a great run here of late. Uh, Tyler O'Neill at 47 in your GPP is very much in play. Joey Gallo in your GPPs versus Verlander. Verlander is really, really good. We know this. But he does give up a cut one, two, sometimes three home runs in games. So Gallo in a GPP at 47, I don't hate it. Shohei Otani gets overlooked a ton. He's 4,700 versus Mike Leake. Mike Leake loves giving up the long ball. The Angels have a team total of, we're waiting on it, but lefty's 344, righty's 355 versus Leake. So Otani does have some appeal at that $4,700 price range. Austin Meadows went deep again yesterday. He's homered in three of his last forks. They had a doubleheader yesterday. Still got you eight points in that doubleheader. So 8, 14, 14, 14, 7, 7, 7, 8 in his last eight games. He's 4600 bucks for Fernando Lopez. That's a really, really good play tonight. Juan Soto at 46. Not bad at all. Uh, you slide on down, though. Eddie Rosario pinched hit yesterday the three-round homer. He might be back in the lineup. Aaron Hicks hits lefties really well. He's 4500 so don't sleep on him when you're looking at the Yankees. Bryce Harper, really good play versus Jordan Lyles. Lyles got crushed his last time out. The uh, Phillies fighting Phils. Have a team total of 4.95. Lefty's 345. Righty's 308 versus Lyles. Good spot for Bryce tonight in that matchup at only 4,500. Tommy Pham at 44 is pretty nice. Brian Reynolds at 44 versus Arietta. 
Max Kepler, Nelly Cruz at 44. So a lot of this mid-4K range you can have some fun with. Mentioned Jeff McNeil already at 44. You can definitely do some damage with that. Malik Smith has a little bit of upside, but Ian Desmond versus Happ at 42, I don't mind. Uh, obviously, Garcia's in play at 42 as well. Jock Jams in a GPP at 42. Alex Dickerson versus the Gen- uh, I'm going to stay away from that one. But Kevin Kiermeyer at 41, I do like for Fernando Lopez. This Tampa Bay team starting to look better and better to me as I look at it because they always get slept on. The only thing that sucks is they're in a dome, so they don't get the hot weather everybody else is getting. But they do get Ronaldo Lopez, which almost negates the hot weather. But uh, interesting stuff there because I think Tampa Bay gets way overlooked. It, on a 14-game slate, ownership would be spread out pretty good. But Tampa, Tampa's going to get overlooked on this one. I have a gut feeling. A few others to take a peek at. Cole Calhoun at 41 against Leak is in play for sure. Michael Conforto at 41 against Beanie in a GPP. I don't hate it. Um, dropping to 4K and below now. You got guys like Alex Verdugo at 4K in a GPP. Jose Martinez loves hitting right-handed pitching against Tyler Molle at 39. That's got some upside there. I mentioned Kevin Biggio already. Justin Upton at 39 as well is worth a look. Um, and then other than that, you know, A.J. Pollock, 38, swinging a pretty good stick. Uh, he'll get overlooked and, and got some value upside at 38. You got Adam Eaton, only 37, playing well, especially a part of a Nat stack. You can look there. Um, man, I wish Louis Robert was in the pros. He's crushing it in the minors. That is a beautiful thing he's doing. He'll, we'll hopefully see him sooner than later. Uh, Jesse Winker, only 36, leading off versus Wainwright. I'm a big fan of that. I liked him at 4K yesterday. He got you eight points. He's $400 cheaper versus Wayno. Still a great hitting environment. I can go there. Marvin Gonzalez, only 36. I like that quite a bit as well. So check your lineups for other value, but there's some good stuff at almost every position tonight that you can take advantage of. Recapping your pitching up top, Ryu, Price, Bieber, DeGrom. In the middle, McKay, Beria. Down below, Beattie and Hap. Like I said, when you're stacking it up, there's so many options. The Rays versus um, Ronaldo, very appealing to me. Angels versus Mike Leak as well. Obviously the Yankees, that's going to be the chalk of the chalk for those that can afford it. That's going to be very, very popular. Uh, Minnesota versus Bassett's interesting. Uh, the Dodgers versus Zach Gallon could be a sneaky one. But back to Great American Small Park, Cincinnati versus Wainwright. St. Louis versus Molle, both really, really good plays. That's a good game stack if you need to go there. Uh, Toronto versus Zimmerman can get overlooked. They kind of have that Tampa Bay vibe. Toronto and Tampa, both great matchups, both in Dome. Or no, uh, Toronto's in Detroit where it's going to be hot, but chances of, uh, of rain there. So keep track of that one. Those could be very interesting. Pittsburgh versus Arietta. There's a lot. There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and likely maybe two more, possibly 40, possibly half the slate has team totals or five or higher. So lots of ways to build. Small stacks, go all in, home run derby. That's where you come into the chats. We talk about it, but pick what feels comfortable for you. Maybe play the smaller slates. Those are options as well. There's a lot to like here, though. If you, if you listen to Quick Hits, I've pointed out a lot of key plays on the slate. Let's get your BVP, Ionetta, Daniel Murphy. Both have averages of 360 or higher in home runs versus J.A. Happ. Trey Mancini, 5 for 19, two doubles, two homers. Chris Davis, two homers off David Price. Uh, da, da, da. Josh Bell, 7 for 21, two doubles, two homers off Arietta. Starling Marte hitting 308, 12 for 39 with two home runs as well. Good stuff there. Gene Segura, 6 for 15 off Jordan Lyles. Tommy Pham and Austin Meadows have both taken Ronaldo Lopez deep. Pham twice. Pham's two for three with two home runs. Uh, Lucas Duda, no, we don't worry about him. 
Candelario has taken Stroman deep, something to keep in mind for a value. Joey Votto, 15 for 49, five doubles, three home runs off Wainwright, Winker, uh, Dietrich, Jeanette have all taken him deep. Even Alejandro Suarez is four for 14 with a triple. They're hitting 258 as a team with a 362 Woba and a 225 ISO. I like it a lot. Um, uh, Johan Camargo's four for 11, two doubles and a home run. Corbin Donaldson's taking Corbin deep as well. Uh, Anthony Rendon's hitting 300, 12 for 40 with three doubles off Julio Tejeron. Trey Turner, 7 for 15, a double, and he's stolen two bags off of him. As a team, they're hitting 270 off of Tejeron. Tyler Wright, 4 for 10, a double and a homer off of Minor. Guriel, 7 for 19, double and two homers. Springer, 9 for 22, two doubles and a homer. Max Stassi's taking a deep. Altuve, 8 for 22, doubles. As a team, they're hitting 302 off Minor with a 376 Wobe and a 28 ISO. That's really, really good. Uh, as we go down farther here, do, 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 do. not much coming up here at all. Cattell Marte, 5 for 15 off Chassin. That's nothing crazy. Uh, Mike Trout, 14 for 26, 7 doubles, 3 homers off of Leak. Upton, 14 for 33, a double, triple, 2 homers. Anilton Simmons, 14 for 34, 4 doubles and a homer. They're hitting 376 as a team with a 453 Woba and a 261 ISO. If you didn't like the Angels before, those numbers are insanity. You don't see that pretty much ever in the BVP world. That is nuts. But that'll do it. That's it for Quick Hits on your Friday edition. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Stay safe. Stay cool. It's going to be hot around the USA. Enjoy the Open Championship. Looks beautiful over there in Northern Ireland. Lots coming up. we got Bench with Bubba, episode 188 with Colin Weatherwax, preview in the AFC and NFC South for fantasy football. Lots of good offense to, to check out there. So go listen into that. Recorded Bench with Bubba episode 190 last night. It got released with uh, at not Burt Reynolds on Twitter, Rotoballer, and um, Pitcherlist. Nick is a really good dude, and it was a really good podcast. So go check that out with Nick from Rotoballer and Pitcherlist. Much more coming up this week, and the boys will have you covered in NASCAR and all that good stuff. Come join us in the Slack chat or at the TQE member Discord. Promo code Bubba gets to the rest of the baseball season when you buy NFL for $149.99. We hope everybody has a great weekend, as this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, July 19th edition. I'm out.